Blog Talk Radio. Scientific breakthroughs, the unveilings, spiritual revelations, the openings. That's fine. Mm. Hijacking the mind. What? Aluminum bonds with intelligence. Rewind the message. Merry Christmas. Uh-huh. 13 indigenous immigrants. State of the unison. Addressing nothing. Foundations can ruin. Level to level. Fuck the embezzlement. Tales from the crypt. Hitting blood rituals. 50 scores flying over California. Vacation. Flying dragons. Swords and daggers. Lions and tigers. Gotta get my parents or parish into raw flesh, vampire, vegetarian, I'm a malnutrition, chemically imbalanced, Ethiopian, in Helen Kush, blue projects get pushed, mold with the bush, standing on the middle line, no defining, swirling dervish, in between space and time, just a fix Tuesday, another news day, northeast, west, southwest, not here to confuse the day, just a fuse the way, uh, another tips and fix Tuesday, Whether you suffer from pain in your back to aches in your knees, come on down and purchase you some ancestral tea to get rid of all the parasites, toxins, and fleas. Spiritual elevation for cosmic gravitation. So put away the patience, because there's no time to be wasted. Young man grew up so mad, but clouded as he stared at the hand he was dealt. 
pep taught him he couldn't depend on nobody but himself. And with that mindset, he laced his converse and hit the hard top hustle until his feet hurt. Nickel sacks and paper bags with wine bottles burst to numb the pain of feeling trapped inside an evil curse. He watched his mother suffer at the hands of suckers and vowed that when it became of age, he would turn the page. Sixteen and full of rage like a beast from cage, he pulled that 32 and held it to her boyfriend's face and said, if again you place your hands on my mother, I put six in your chest and soon the dirt will cover. Your ass and grass will replace the space you inhabited. Disrespect, I ain't having it. Graduation, he started contemplating how to be a man, so he chose a service nation. Joining army so he could be all he could be, but soon found himself in the jungles of Vietnam, smoking hash and weed. Friendships abruptly ended as he watched his buddies bleed, as the soul took the death walk to the final destiny. He had a good head on his shoulders, but understandably, eventually, the sight of the capitees drove him close to lunacy. So, he needed something stronger to help him medicate. So, heroin he put in his veins just to sedate. Who am I to judge? I never carried his weight. He came back home to the states greeted by the same hate that he experienced before he left. Uh, ain't that something? The LSD rushing and his adrenaline pumping. But Peggy prayed for him. She always knew he'd do better. June soon would prove her right. Is the sign like left? My skin even seems to glow I wish you were here to see it Bet you have a smile on your face But that's yourself sticking on my part I know you're in a better place Well, I know you're busy Just know you can't be replaced Your memory's forever with me And you can't be erased And yeah, mama's doing fine And Sandra is okay She's married with a family now And making her own way And when my time is up I hope he prepares the place For me in paradise So we can hug and embrace break. feel like listening I got a story to tell Chaotic 
yet ordered ordered world of ours with the elementals flowing. Um, you know, it was it was kind of a busy busy week for for all of us. I didn't see uh, what took place down at the land at the retreat at the Lima Kadira spot. We uh we went through the debate a little bit, getting things together and whatnot, but it was a little mess, but we getting it together nevertheless. So um, this week's topic of discussion is so what you're saying. Got a got a good brother coming through. That was the brother right there, H J. Robinson, a.k.a. the Gnosis, on that cut right there, speaking on Got a Story to Tell. I, I thought it was fitting. The brother's a lyricist as well as a metaphysical operator, you know, inside this realm. He's one of the guys, of course, you know what I'm saying, doing his thing, you know, with the service to others, not a service to self. Um, so I'm gonna, we're going to speak. I'm gonna, he, he's going to come in in a second. We're going to speak on a few things, a few topics in discussion. And this, and on the, uh, hold up. I got to forgive me. Like I said, it's been a, uh, what Someone's texting me. It's all good. I'll come back to it. So this week, uh, the topic, like I'm saying, is so what you're saying. So what you're saying, basically, individuals, individual way to do ourselves, we, Everyone wishes to be their own person or their own have their own personal attributes. You know, we we have our own personality basically. And and when we look at that word the word person, we gotta recall that per means through and sign is sign or sound, so through sound. You know what I'm saying? So our personality is born through some type of vibration, frequency of sound. So what is vibration, what is frequency? And about different type of definitions for those um, those words, you know, these are concepts of man. Yes, still, I'm going to give you a definition of what man says frequency and, and vibration is, but basically wavelength and frequency. Frequency is um, the number of complete waves or complete cycles per unit of time. And it's called the frequency. They're usually measured by hertz. You know what I'm saying? So hertz, like it's per it's one hertz per second. So like we got appliances that's on 60 hertz. So one hertz per second within those electronic devices that they have that frequency or that vibration. You know what I'm saying? So all things operate within some type of have some type of vibration and frequency. Well, the wavelength, light and sound have wavelengths. Um, a wavelength is the distance between two consecutive um, crests or one point to another point. So the distance between those two points would be the wavelength. A vibration would be the sound or it'd be like a, a pitch or a different type of, um, like if it's the instrument going from one point to the next point, it would be that movement that is involved inside of that. That would be the sound. Uh, so it's vibration. Everything in the physical plane has frequency of vibration, has some type of sound that was organized within it. So like I was saying earlier, from the onset, we all wish to, you know, be our own self. We all wish to have our own 
that personality within, which is formed normally, you know, psychologically speaking, by the age of seven, due to outside interests, for the most part. Uh, but I had to rush in, and uh, I just got back at about 6.30, got some grub, put some grub together, did something, that, you know, now I got my little glass of red wine, red wine, red wine, and I'm sipping on that. Give thanks to our cool. Um, do it means thanks, or, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's nothing other than our cool means the ancestors. Thanks to the ancestors for, you know, making their, they, they came back as grace for us, you know what I'm saying? Ferment a little bit, put that in the system, let it do what it do. All right, so. Persona, again, meaning through sound. So through words, through these words, we um, pretty much form our physical reality. Now, words are not necessarily concerning the actual vibration of our vocal cords emitting some type of sound that we would say, oh, you know, this is what he said, or this is what she said, or this is what the dog said, or the cricket, you know what I'm saying, said, or Katie did it. Katie did it. But this sound can also operate inside of a like a, a bottle of juice, you know what I'm saying, or even the red wine. You know, I spoke the words for the red wine, but it already actualized that sound through the vibration of its physical reality being initiated from a thought. And that the intent or the word this thought um, initiated from is the point. So we all have seed thoughts, or we have what is called uh, points of intent, basically. But these points of intent or thought seeds or seed thoughts have also structure. So we have a point, we have a line, an angle, surface, curve. We've heard of this before, you know, like if you've ever read, uh, what is it, the um, Book of Thoughts, you know, by Alester Crowley. He speaks on that in, in there a little something. But this point, line, angle, surface, and curve is not necessarily meaning um, this is how it's going to manifest as a physical reality, but all things in existence have a, a metaphorical foundation of a point. So that's the seed thought. That's also the, the point. That point is also what we would, um, and my mother is calling. I got to answer that. I cannot bypass that. I cannot overlook my mama calling. Hold on. Get back. Part so. Okay, I'm back. All right, so that um that point of initiation is can also be looked upon as our first cell or the pineal gland or the black dot, the bindu dot. So this black dot, this vortex, this this um, point of initiation, this point of intent draws out a line, and that line forms an angle. That line will be from the point to the you could say the neural crest or whatnot but also, you know, the, the spine, and that angle then forms to the endocrine system. And, the, you know what I'm saying? So the endocrine system then goes to the surface of the organs, forming that, and then curves out to the whole physical body. And that's just from a, a physiological and anatomical point of view, you know what I'm saying? Yet still, that initiating point, that vector, that point went into that line and then eventually came into, the, into a, a physical being of 76 trillion to 100 cells, which would inevitably be the perfect man or Adam Cabinet, who we are, you know what I'm saying, as, as a whole. You know what I'm saying? So this point or the seed thought 
has also been um, altered and manipulated right now in this in this uh, space time that we are dealing with. So what you're saying, you know, what I'm saying, so as a, the title speaks, so S E W is a metaphorically. That's why I wrote it. I, I wrote it out that way so we can see that I'm not talking about S O. Talking about when you plant a seed, a seed thought, it is through the verbalization and the frequency and, and vibration of the sound, not just the verbalization of physical words, because it's far deeper than that, but the verbalization of the intelligence. So the intelligence inside, you know, intelligence is stating inside in, tell, speaks um, to our genetics. So the entire inside their ancestors or God speaks to our genetics or our genes. So what we are telling ourselves, what we are saying in essence, will reflect onto the physical reality. And epigenetics speaks on this, that 80% of who we are is from the external reality. 20% is from what we would call genetics, meaning um, what our parents have given us to, to us, like our color of skin, color of our eyes, the, you know, how tall we are. Um, the way I might speak may be similar to my, my father, some of my personality, uh, my flaws and my, my um, good uh, attributes may be from my genetics. Yet still 80% of that on the flip is from the external reality. So what you are saying or what we are saying, we are going to inevitably reap. So from the physical reality, all this artificial light and all this, you know, painted water is going into the seed thought or the the point of initiation or the point of intent where we are originating from has obstructed the natural growth of the tree or the natural growth of the perfected man, this being the tree of life. You know what I'm saying? This this life tree, now in this space-time that we are dealing with, and I've, I've been noticing, and I, you know, it's not really that I, I'm judging the situation, but I've, I noticed that I've been there before, and some of the things that we are telling ourselves and then we are actually vocalizing back to the physical reality is just it's just we, we taking it in regurgitating and then we're adding on to a chaotic situation to find some type of clout or find to gain some type of instant of gratification, which is a false sense of gratification based on something that is not even there's an illusion. Remember illusion Illusion means in in a, it's a it's Latin it's old Latin and old Greek. Ill is a um it's a form of at so and um lose or lucider l u c d e r means to play so it means to play with or at play with so the illusion that we are at play with is being controlled and manipulated by outside forces. How so? And how and why do we allow this to happen? Um, if we look at go into the mental nature. Now, this is just a, and I'm coming in on a minute in a minute with uh, the brother in a second. Give me about 15 minutes. I'm gonna build up to it. So, matter of fact, come on in, brother. Gnosis. Is there? Yes, indeed. Um, good day. But I 
and my bad. Yeah, I'm still on there. Alright, so um so the language verbalizing centers um brown key and warning key are located on the left hemisphere of the cerebral to um breathe, right? And this is the verbal thinking apparatus. This is where we actually take in um information and then we relocate it and we say this is what this word is, you know what I'm saying? So it's it's the verbal thinking is the process of placing it to verbal form with a spell or image. So when we see something, say, for instance, I see the computer screen, I automatically adjust and then transfer, transfer that image into the words that is defined by in the physical reality being a computer screen or a monitor. All right, so this is known in uh, ancient comedic mystery systems as the Sebek faculty. Right, Sebek is uh, the alligator deity, basically, and also the deity of sublimation, meaning to gather and, and to obtain the energy, basically, um, properly, and then cultivate the energy or, or basically obtain, retain, and cultivate the energy properly. That's on the higher realms of Sebek. The lower realms of Sebek is the alligator, the animalist nature of man, you know what I'm saying? So the Sebek faculty or the Bronchi and Wernke faculty on the left in the left hemisphere also relates to Ampu and Apuet, the openness of the way. All right, so the openness of the way, when Sebek is the, um, when the Sebek faculty or spirit translates the nonverbal um, light code spectrum messages into words, it's the names, definitions, and activities concerning those nonverbal messages are in harmony with nature, then the way is open for the hidden light of the intelligence to extend its functions to the external outer part of our life. So when we are in harmony with those external, well, I mean, when we are in harmony with the, um, the definitions and activities and the names, then the true nature of the intelligence will be able to amplify the inner, the intelligence meaning inside God or the most high or the source or, you know, basically inside we speak, I speak to myself. So we go to the inner alchemy aspect of ourselves and we transform those physical properties of the, the whatever the message may be. A message, mess means anointed and age, so the anointed age or the Christ consciousness that we are building up towards or that we are already in, but that anointed consciousness is um, the message, you know what I'm saying? So that message from the um, step-down information being from um, cosmic, galactic to um, polaric and photonic information, photon meaning light, so that light comes in through the vacuum of space by the portal of the sun, you know what I'm saying, and also be a series if you want to go through the series um, information in that manner, but that information comes in nevertheless, and then we absorb it to the pineal gland, the master um, endocrine gland. You know what I'm saying? So now, just looking at words like harmony, you know what I'm saying? Harmony. We have to remember harmony is a frequency or a vibration of light energy. The wavelength that is so the wavelength that is integral. That's an integral multiple of fundamental frequency. That's what a, um, a fundamental frequency is the same note with different pitches higher and lower than another note. That's coming directly out of uh, Melanin and Akita Freedom by Dr. Richard King. 
give thanks to that brother for compiling the information that he he did bring forth. You know what I'm saying? So harmony is a frequency of vibration of light energy, a wavelength that is an integral multiple of fundamental frequencies. And the fundamental frequency is, again, the same note with different pitches, higher or lower. So harmony, that's the frequency of vibration of light energy or wavelength that is integral multiple of the same note with different pitches of higher and lower. That's where harmonic is, basically. Harmony is the combination of tones. So harmonics is a frequency of vibrations like energy of wavelengths that is an integral multiple of the same note. Harmony is a combination of tones that are pleasing to the ear. Uh, the literal meaning is to join together. So harmony means to join together. You know what I'm saying? The external um, army meaning to join. You know what I'm saying? So when we, when we look at the word army, um, like the brother said in, this, in the song, he said, turn 18, join the army. Army means to join. What they want us to do when we, well, arm, you know what I'm saying, because when we look at the word harmony, it comes from arma or army. And army is the same word that's within it, but that's where it derived from in, in Latin, old Latin. So army means to join. It's arm. And the old word, old definition or etymology on arm is a weapon. A warfare, war, you know what I'm saying? So when we're not in harmony, dealing with the right frequencies of vibration, because it can be on a higher or lower, again, you know what I'm saying, a rule or set, when it is being manipulated from external values, that's the set or subek quality. So when subek or the alligator head is um, being um, manipulated by the external means, the way is not open for the intelligence to come inside and speak to our genetics properly and open up those strands of those of those DNA to where it expands outwardly and then it starts popping and jumping, you know what I'm saying? When it contracts, that's the point of initiation, just like the circle of Amin Ra. You know, you have that point of initiation within that's the, that's when it contracts, but when it expands outwardly, that's the physical reality and the point. Right now, it's just the physical reality. No point. If the point is there, the soul is there or not, it's just it's not known consciously. And I talk, when I speak on consciousness, I'm not using it loosely like we use it in the conscious community. Well, you know, we call it a conscious community. Everything is conscious. Everything has consciousness. You know, the doorknob is conscious of being a doorknob. It might not know its intent or its purpose. Until we as a conscious entity go and grab it, but all of this works together in one. It's multiplicity. You know, from one came many. So a sphere, when I came into being inside of this, inside of this neutral, I mean, this noon, this, this uh, you know, primeval waters, and then multiplied into all other things so it would be able to reflect and have different aspects of its relation to those things. And when we say we, when someone says I'm related to this person but I'm not related to that person, that's not being conscious of all being related. I'm I'm able to relate to someone, that means we are in conjunction with who they are because that's who I am as well. So I can relate to the doorknob. I can relate to the glass, I can relate relate to the grass blade outside to the tree outside. We have to be able to have a relationship with all things in existence and that's true love. You know what I'm saying? So true love it's not based on the love I have for my mama is the love I have for my mama, and that's it. I have to be able to love my mama 
the same way I had to be able to love my brother the same way I love my mom. It might not be the same direct thing, like I'm going to give my mom hugs and kisses. I ain't going to give my, my best friend hugs and kisses in that manner. But in my physical sense, on a higher realm of the physicality, I am giving them hugs and kisses. You know what I'm saying? So we have to love each other in the same respect, and that's how we get to that full potential of who we are, you know, inside. Okay, so um, when the hidden light of the intelligence extends its function to the external outer part of our life, then we are in harmony with our inner self and the external reality. So that point is in conjunction with the circle. When the circle is just there and there's no mid point, there's no inside, then it's being controlled. The whole circle is just a circle of, of, of deceit. It's a circle of um, contemplation and confusion because we are thinking too much. And that, that thinking process has not been shut down because it's a perpetual reality outside this base that has now basically formed our personality, you know what I'm saying, because all things vibrate and all things have frequency. So through sound, our personality has been formed by these outside interests. These interests do not care about the soul of the individual. They care about the physical aspects of who we are. Because if we, if our soul intent is being, is, is operating and is in true um, full potential, then what would take place is a beautiful um, external reality because the soul is here to organize and to bring about an orderly, harmonic, um, beautiful existence. Whereas the physical reality is just out here on the window in a zombie state right now. Now, again, I, I say everything has consciousness, which everything does. Everything does have consciousness. Yet the conscious aspect of ourselves can be, can be manipulated. So when we hear uh, brothers and sisters talk about the conscious community and things like that, Every community is conscious, but even the conscious community is being manipulated and altered in a um, very, we could say, um, negative manner somewhat due to the fact that where we are, what we are looking at is a personification of the external um, means and mechanisms of what we call reality, and we're not really going deep within our own truth, within our own intelligence, you know what I'm saying? We're basing our information on nature matter, not intelligent matter. You know what I'm saying? Nature matter is um is basically um the four fundamental elements as well as the four fundamental aspects of physics. You know, so we got fire, air, water, and earth, and we have gravity, electromagnetism, and the weak and strong um nuclear uh, functions. So these Aspects are there, yet that's not all. They're constant, those are concepts that are observed by the physical eye, you know what I'm saying? So when we go within, we combine those different, you know, means and mechanisms, yet there's more that we cannot even define with the definition that is based on physical words, you know what I'm saying? So there's, where there's silence, there's wisdom, you know what I'm saying? We bring things to the table, you know, through words, and, again, words are basically, again, fire, air, water, and earth. So they become both, when we vocalize these things, they actually come into a physical reality as what we say to ourselves. So what you are saying, basically, what we are saying, inevitably, again, is what we reap. You know what I'm saying? So we definitely need to go deep within ourselves and find the, the aptitude and find the grace within and the gratitude of who we are to be able to bring out positive attributes or powerful words, 
You know what I'm saying? So these haikus, these mantras of the past, where we would go deep within the recesses of our self, our mind, you know what I'm saying, the epiphytus gland or the, the pineal gland, and then relocate all those energies of the hormones. So when we go back into harmony, I'm just going to break down a few words for the brother. I know you're there, Gnosis. Give me a shout. Let me know you. Let me see. Okay. Oh, my bad. Peace. Yeah. Peace. Can you hear me? Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. I got you. Um, so I'm just building on. But this is the brother. You know, somebody here going to get for the bus to stop by this evening and allow you to uh, ask him a few questions about saying the brother know about a lot of different aspects of reality. But he also deals with music, and he also deals with with life in general. And, and he's been building and adding good brother to have on the side. So he was brother that Dr. Lee interviewed a couple of months ago. I think it was in July on the aspects of muscles. Just the same brother, the brother that we, he was bringing it so hard. Dr. Lee had, had to put the bomb on that. Oh, there's a few seconds. I'm doubt. Man, I'm doing good, man. I'm glad to uh glad to be able to get on this evening and uh and build with you and uh how you doing this evening. You know, likewise I'm doing well. Um you know, the uh, thing was earlier I had to get those those uh, analytics uh, nature. I had to put that in the corral real quick. So I had to get my girls on. You know, they said we got four L's. Uh-huh. Four L's is uh, feeding, fortification, uh, fear, and uh, and fighting. So I guess you could say, you know, right. fight or flight syndrome. To get my feeding on real quick. <laughs> but uh, that's right, the right. side of the, of the lower stuff. So, but then I was thinking something, something higher, the higher intelligence came to me and said, hold on. The brother knows music. So I had to up. I went and uploaded one of your songs real fast. It, I know it took me about ten minutes. Where I was going late, get things. But I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna put that. Yeah. 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 Right on, right on. I appreciate that. Good looking. No problem. You know it. And I appreciate too. I appreciate too. But again, I'm, I'm gonna start with the questions in one minute. Right now. I'm, well, I'm speaking on harmony. So harmony is a combination of songs that she is. Right? So she made all this. Yeah. Yeah. She made all this. 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 She made Um, so the ear says, it says right here, the combination of tones pleasing to the ear. The ear is an organ of hearing. The Greek derivation of ear is off. The Latin derivation of ear is off reef. Right? So when we're looking at all reef and off, you add a T to off, you have offset. Ost. Ost is the, um, is the female. Um, it's the female, um, I guess you could say, corresponded to Ophir. And when we look at the Latin derivation of the, the word ear, it's Auris. 
flip the R-I-S, A-U-R-I-S, you flip the R-I-S around, or in his version of whatever you have, Arsir, right? So R and Arsir, two names for ear within two different um, two different languages, Greek and Latin, and basically both are derivatives of Metuneta. All right, so R also relates to the kidneys, the seat of life. What does Os mean? Os means seat or throne. You know what I'm saying? Who sits on the throne or the seat? Osir, Ramses. You know what I'm saying? So, or Ramosa, Musa. All right, so ear goes into Greek and Latin as Oris or Osir. Oris also is Aura. Aura is what? Light. Who is the light? Haru, right? Haru is the son of Os and Osir. You see how these things correlate. See how they coincide. They come together. You know what I'm saying? They unify. Community. You know what I'm saying? To come together as one. So they commune as one. So harmony, basically, when you look at it in this aspect, harmony, combination of tones pleasing to the ear. So the ear goes into these two different languages, Greek and Latin, as Os and Oris. Os also relates to the kidneys. The kidneys in traditional Chinese medicine relates to the ears. The kidneys are connected to the ears. If you look at the kidneys, they look very similar to the ears, right? All right? So sound goes into the ears, and we have these little fine little hairs with melanin connected to on the ears that actually takes in the sound as it vibrates, and then we recognize it as being sound by pressure. You know what I'm saying? So the pressure or the air pressure that and those frequencies of vibrations go in, like whatever it may be, and then we say, oh, wow, because the vocal cords bring out a little, you know what I'm saying, that, that breath. That breath is actually the light, the intelligence. Again, what does spirit mean? Spirit in Latin means breath. So when we're looking at the deeper aspects of the spirit, we're, thinking of, we're looking at intelligence. So the hidden light of intelligence is melanin. So when that breath hits that melanin center within the ear, it turns into the words that we hear. You know what I'm saying? So it's in harmony then, especially, and then, you know, knowing it has a battle, it's activating and actualizing those aspects of that harmony within by the practices, you know what I'm saying, of in the offering. All right. And becoming enlightened. And again, enlightenment basically means one who can heal themselves and others. Enlightenment is not really based on somebody sitting in a lotus for a thousand years and then coming back with, you know, after a thousand years with a long beard, calling herself Rip Van Winkle and all that. Enlightenment means a process that has taken place within the inner alchemy where the external reality is no longer the um, objective or the object, you know what I'm saying? All right, so now we go from harmony to hormones. What are hormones, right? So hormones are basically secretions that circulate throughout the body from the endocrine gland. What is the endocrine system? The endocrine system is the pineal gland, the pituitary gland, the thyroid gland, the two adrenals, the thymus gland, as well as the pancreas and the testicles and ovaries, the testicles or ovaries of men and women. So what does that sound like? That sounds like, yes, indeed, the chakra system. 
So hormones are secreted from the chakra system, basically the glands. So we have the pineal glands secreting melatonin. You know, so the hormone. Then we have uh, the pituitary gland um, secreting serotonin, the human growth hormone. We have a uh, thymus gland. We have uh, uh, um, the thymus gland within the chest secreting T cells for immunity. The pancreas secreting insulin. Um, the ovaries secreting um, estrogen, the testicles secreting testosterone. You know, so all these glands secrete some type of hormone for the body. Most of us just think about hormones. We, we automatically think, oh, uh-oh, you're horny. Your hormones is, is a raise. You know, we, we hear that from older people when we're young. You know, they're talking about, oh, you, you're just horny. That's your hormones. You know what I'm saying? But hormones are actually is what um, activates the metabolism within the body. You know what I'm saying? And it brings about homeostasis, growth, sexual activity as well, and it, it helps smooth out the cardiac muscles. You know what I'm saying? So hormones are very important. They're a very important aspect of the body, you know what I'm saying, to keep the body in check, homeostasis, you know what I'm saying, to keep the body balanced, basically. You know what I'm saying? That's my eye. So when the body's not balanced, it's in disorder. You know what I'm saying? It's in disease state. It's not at ease. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, Take heed. You know, some things that we may be functioning with or the things that we do put through the body are not being processed properly because it's already processed for us externally. And that's also thought. You know, some of these thoughts that we have are hijacked thoughts. You know, there's somebody that took this like, okay, we're going to process this thought, you know, then put it together real quick, and then they feed it to us, and it forms our personality, and then we go out, we got to throw it up because the body don't know nothing about it. We're like, oh, boy. So we regurgitate this, this information, these thoughts. Again, it's idea to thought to word to action. You know what I'm saying? Then camera start rolling. You know what I'm saying? Get things. So when we go through these different motions and these, these different realities, we got to remember where is the point of initiation coming from? Am I thinking these thoughts or these thoughts thinking me is what Dr. Valentine that's taught us in um, the committee, the committee school of um, university. The committee university has given me a, a, a broader view on certain aspects of personality and the language that we use to form our personality as being very controlling from an external point of view. So we have to go deep within our own recess of thought to exclude the thought of man and then in turn become and reintroduce the true thought or the non-thought, no thing, and become the higher self or the perumat. So now we go into the perumat. So we have harmonic or harmony, basically, all right? So harmony, a combination of tones pleasing to the ear, as I said, and arteries in two different languages, Greek and Latin. And those two combined bring about the aura or the light, you know what I'm saying? So then we have, from there we have hormones, Hormones, again, are are the building block, not the building blocks, but hormones are, there are 50 different hormones within the body, but they are secreted by the endocrine glands, and the endocrine glands are, in essence, the um, seven chakras, you know what I'm saying, or those seven different melanated centers. All right, so those seven melanated centers secrete different hormones to hold this whole body together from the initiating pineal gland, the master gland. All right, so... From hormones, we go to perumar. 
Pagumon is uh, a, the attribute that all initiates in the ancient mystic um, comedic system thousands of years ago. That is what that is the point they were reaching. That's what they wanted to reach. The cross, the Nagas Karat, the Haruman. Haruman basically means Haru means light, and Man means permanent. Or Haru means he who is above, permanently. You know what I'm saying? So it's the pineal gland or the mountain. You know what I'm saying? Ha in um, Sanskrit means the mountain. So when we go into like um, uh, Simatwai, Simatwai is um, or watch the Simatwai is a uh, comedic yoga, basically. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Simatwai means, Sima means uh, unit, to unite, and Twai means the two sides of the two lands. Um, two and I mean land and tweet or we mean two T. All right, so Sami Sama Samwa Samwa twice, me twice, and then Vasa means um the um serpent that calls to the top. You know what I'm saying? So the serpent that calls to the top and unites the two sides, and so that's that. And those those two sacral region nerves, either in Pangala, if you will, or uh, Mary and Mac, Mary Magdalene, you know what I'm saying, if you will, going back up the River Jordan or um, what's that road called, Damascus, you know what I'm saying, and then going up to Lazarus or take the L off and then replace, the, take the L off and replace the V or take the L and the V out and you have Asuras. So when Mary and Magdalene walk up the spine and the energy goes back up the spine, being that conduit of the energy, it connects back with Lazarus or Asir, you know what I'm saying? Uh, Mary, Ma- and Mary and Mary Magdalene also correlates to Aset and Heteru or Aset and Nepetus. So these two energies of create- creativity and imaginative forces go back up the spine, go up this road of Damascus, and then go back and connect at the River Jordan or whatnot, or open the tomb of this calcified pineal gland, and move the calcification of the pineal gland, and then opens up that area of, of correct thinking, which will be non-thought on the physical reality, so that the internal information or the intelligence can now go back deep within the recesses of the cell to amplify by way of what is right and what is just. You know what I'm saying? So, Haruman. Haruman means daily light or permanent light. All right, so Haruma was an uh, abstract way of saying one who has become their true self by way of certain internal processes. And that was where all the initiates of the ancient comedic schools or the ancient schools of thought, mystery systems of the past, that's what the title that they, one of the titles that they were um, wishing to resonate to. Also, when we look at Haruma, we have to look at the word hologram. Hologram, when we convert the L to an R, is Haru. So Harugram means, um, Haru, again, means um, light. Gram means Gur and Am. This is Metumeta. Gur means um, silent and Am is brain or mind. So light from the solid mind. So the whole message also means hologram. Hollow or holo means whole. And gram means message. So the whole message it's from the light of the solid mind by way of meditation because that's when, when the mind has no thought, it is in the process of meditation when we are gaining 
deeper conscious breath or spirit or intelligence. So when the intelligence goes within through the process of meditation, we are now becoming our true self. You know what I'm saying? The old saying is, um, you know, hearing is believing. So when we hear something, that's operating through the aspect of the bronchi and warnaki. So that's what we are personified as physically because we hear all this information and we take it to be true, and it's only based on concepts of the left brain, the logical brain, hearing this information and then in turn reshaping the physical reality as what it is in the matrix or the Maya Maya. So this Black and Wernicke is the lower self aspect of um, Sebek, when it is, and also Sebek is the name given to the planet Mercury, the messenger of the gods, which in turn correlates to the process of verbal thinking because the messenger of the gods is the one who was on all paths of existence. This is the intelligence as well on a higher state. So when that information comes in, it can be on a higher vibration and frequency when it is in harmony with the true nature of the individuated dual self. When it is not, then it can be looked upon as the apuet or and the ampu aspects of the opener of the way, but also the protectors of the way. Apu and ampuet and mercury, these also relate to uh, Ganesh as well as the Shua Legba and also Jesus Christ or whatever you want to call it because these are also openers of the way. How so? Looking at the word Hermes, right? Hermes is another name for uh, Tahuti, right? But when we look at the word Hermes, we also hear the word Hormone or Harmony or Haru, right? So Hermes, quite so, basically in Greek means, the etymology of Hermes means border or crossroads. Also, it means a pillar of a stone or a border marker. And, you know, when we looking at what happened back in Louisiana, it was in the city of Baton Rouge. Baton Rouge means the red stick. The red stick was used as a utensil for borders by the indigenous people when the Europeans came over or the pilgrims came over and they wanted to set um Boundaries and lines, the indigenous put boundaries. They already had boundaries, basically, but they were red sticks, saying, no, this is our land right here, that's yours. And we, to this day, when we have boundary markers, whether they orange or red uh, tape or a stick somewhere in the woods, you know what I'm saying, we still use that same baton rouge. Baton rouge is a French word, you know what I mean? All right, but so this boundary, you know what I'm saying, this is also the name Hermes in Greek means boundary, also means border or crossroads. So the, Lord, the God of the crossroads in Yoruba is Yeshua Legba, and the, um, the opener of the way as well, the opener of the way in um, the Vedic script and also Buddhism and whatnot is, is Ganesha. Where you look at the words and you listen, you have Ganesha. So it's G-E-N-E-S-H-A. Then you have Yeshua Legba. So you have E-S-H, Yeshua. Right, so Yahshua, Ganesha, Ganesha, Yahshua, right? So then you also you look at Yahshua, Jesus. Jesus is the opener of the way, right? So what is the opener of the way? The breath. Because when you think about the breath, you have Shu, 
So well, every, everyone, you know, you, we heard Dr. Link speak on this numerous times. What sound on the planet Earth does everyone make universally? Hachu. We all sneeze and we all say hachu. That's the breath, right? You know, so it's, it's ancient and it's all interconnected. We're all connected by way of that sound, you know what I'm saying, through sound, per sign. So that is a, a point of our initiation is through the breath and through the intelligence. So that light code spectrum is stepped down and then it is transduced and then transformed and transferred to information by way of the Sebek faculty. And Sebek also correlates to Tahuti or Jehuti. Okay, so Jehuti also correlates to Yahshua or Jesus by way of the healing apparatus that Hermes or um, Athelis, if I can pronounce the name right, he holds the stick with the serpent intertwined because he was the god of medicine or the god of healing. And Jesus is known to be the God of healing. You know what I'm saying? So that's another way of looking at what our hormones are doing and what harmony is doing. So when we are in harmony, we are listening to our inner self by way of the harmonics or the frequency and vibration of the light energy as it completely comes together in unison or communes and forms the community of the physical body by way of the what? instruments within the body that we call organs. So through these sounds from the organ and the the conductor of the organ being the pineal gland, we produce what we call the perfected man or the concert. You know what I'm saying? So this concert that we that is produced by the sound that comes from all over the place, the the intelligence that's external and then goes within then formulates and produces what we would call the perfected man, you know what I'm saying, or Haruman, or Adam Katniss, by way of solaric, by way of cosmic, galactic, solaric, and photonic information. All right, so that is that. I'm just that was just me bridging in what um what we look at as sound from a more metaphysical aspect as far as concerned from the ancient, from my ancestors' point of view. So sound is not just the operation of me speaking right now and saying words, you know what I'm saying? Sound is silence as well. And and, and we I'm going to science. Science, uh, it's, I was looking, I was reading on some, you know, I've been studying some stuff. I was like, you know, it's no surprise that science makes use of contradictory like statements that always seems to separate the objective seen reality with, um, you know, the seen reality being the realm of, of what we would call conscious, is, is the realm of objects, the realm of, of, of matter. And then they separate it from the, the subjective unseen reality, that's the subconscious realm, the realm of no thing or the undifferentiated energy matter. And, and, you know, science says one minute that the atom and the molecule is what contributes to the stuff. You know that makes up this physical universe or the physical reality, and basically, what it turns you know physical matter. Yet then science will turn around and state that light and sound are not matter because matter holds weight or mass basically. So then right after they say this, they analyze that the, you know the analysts of science says that light or photons exist within or, or between 
atoms, and they are formed or initiated by nuclear or chemical reactions. So I'm looking, I'm like, hold on. So they just say that atoms are physical, right, and that matter, you know, it holds weight, but light and sound are not matter because it doesn't hold weight. But then they say light or photons exist within or between the atoms and is formed by way of nuclear and chemical reactions. So they contradicting themselves because they just said that that light or photons come from the activity between the atoms or molecules. So therefore, it is within the physical or or, or it is within mass or matter. So science tries to always manipulate or confuse the inner truth or the inner reality, the ultimate reality of what and who we are, basically. So when there is, so even with the sound, when there is movement, that means there's a reaction. But there is force pressure. So in turn, it produces sound. So if, if there is a nuclear reaction or some type of chemical reaction, therefore there is some movement. So there's going to be some type of vibration of frequency of sound. So there go again, where they said light and sound does not exist within matter, if there's a nuclear reaction or some type of, you know, chemical reaction within the atom or molecule that is creating light or photons, then therefore there's also sound being created. But that is already there, though. It's not being created because you cannot destroy or create energy. It only can be transformed and transferred, right? So it seems to be very ignorant at times, you know what I'm saying, to have the meaning of science meaning to know. Now, the brother, I'm about to bring the brother on. His name, his alias is the Gnosis. The Gnosis means knowledge, basically, is where we get the word Tion or, or science from. You know what I'm saying? So the brother's going to come in, ask him a few questions. Like I said, again, I'm just bringing in some information on the metaphysics behind sound and how it operated to us in the past. Through by way of um, the Sebec faculty, and when the Sebec faculty is not um, brought about in conjunction with the other aspects of our inner being in harmony, basically, if it's not in harmony with the true nature of ourselves, then the um, verbal thinking apparatus will take over, or logic will take over, and it, the intuitive, creative aspects will no longer be education. We won't bring it out. We'll be indoctrinated. We'll be we're taking in, you know, indoctrinate means to take in. Remember, doctor or dasir means to teach. It's Latin, to, it means to teach. So when we take in information, we're being indoctored, we're indoctrinated, we're being taught in. When we are educated, ed, or the word e, or the letter e comes from ex. So it means to ex, exit, to come out. So educate. Educer means to come out of. When we are properly educated, we will produce and create from the intuitive right-sided brain, right side of our brain, the true nature of ourselves. So that is in harmony, you know what I'm saying? And that is basically um, when the hormones of the body is falling apart. Because if we in the chaotic state inside, how can we create outside, right? You know what I mean? So if everything in the inside is like on the fritz, is that it, it, it's diseased or it's not easy, you know, it's not at ease, then how can our physical reality be at ease? It, it's, it's not. So 
if we have a hundred people in one community that is at each, that is at the disease state of mind, it doesn't necessarily have to be a disease physical body, but disease state of mind because the body's always trying to fix itself and it's not, you know, in harmony through by way of the hormones, the seven, you know, or the nine um melanated centers being in line and being able to produce the right enzymes and proteins and amino acids or hormones basically to have um to function properly, then you know, then the physical reality is going to show faith in the same exists in the same extent. I mean so to extend the intelligence properly inside, first, you know, clean the inside of the bowl. Then let's clean the outside of the bowl, right? All right, so you know, that that again is, is um a take from from the ancient way of, of looking at sound in that perspective. Now let me pull up the questions. I'm gonna bring the buzz in real quick. Turn the mic back on. Uh, My computer is like extra slow sometimes. Uh oh, I'm not even. Oh, okay, yeah, 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 there we go. (laughs) For ourselves, here we go. Um, good brother. No, peace. Can you hear me? Okay, peace, peace. Yes, indeed. I'm pulling up questions right now. So I was just speaking on, you know, if you were listening, I was speaking on some of the ancient aspects or the ways we, the way we should actualize some of the aspects of sound by way of um, ancient means or ancient um, ancient ways of, and I say ancient, you know, but really it's, it's the way we've always been able to do it, but by way of, um, Relocating what we are hearing and not absorbing it necessarily in the manner that we do. You know, a lot of the things that we take in is it, toxic. So we absorb it, and, and the body can't really utilize it properly, so we regurgitate it. You know what I'm saying? And that, that again right. is, uh, you know, that's that processed food type of reality. You know? Right. Right. Well, um, you ever seen the movie Spider-Man 3? I can't say I saw that one. I may have seen it. What was it? What was it? I didn't know if it was one, two, or three, but uh, what was it? What was going through again? Well, Spider-Man 3 is the movie where Peter Parker comes in contact with this. He becomes his most powerful that he's ever been because he gets the black Spider-Man suit. Now, of course, now the the black Spider-Man suit is symbolic of melanin. Now, when he gets the suit, he learns how to pimp, walk. Women start looking at him. He's walking down the street. Even when he's in his uh, alter ego of Peter Parker, he all of a sudden he starts. He's dressed in black. He's dressed in black. Excuse me, the young lion is roaring. Excuse me. Uh, he's dressed in black, and he gets all this attention. Basically, he's taking on the personage of a black man. Now, 
as he goes on and he takes on the actual black Spider-Man suit, he starts to lose himself. Now, I ain't going to go through the whole movie, but at the end of the movie, based on what you said about toxic sound, the way that they were able to finally get that black suit off of him was to use a tonation of sound. And they put these mm. metal bars all around this uh this the 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 black aspect of the Spider Man and when they struck a certain tone it disrupted the melanin and it separated from him. Now they were dropping science in that show. They were actually showing you a true weapon that is used because when you talk on a molecular level, anytime you can disrupt the flow molecularly and on an atomic level, you are dealing with a variation of sound and you can disrupt the natural flow of the body and all of its structure by certain tonations. So when you talk about taking in toxic sound, it really does, on a scientific level, it really, this is not just some mystical, uh, the word everybody likes to use now is spookism or pseudo, you know, people like to say pseudo. But this is not pseudo. This is real, uh, this is real science. The whole science of cancer is about disruption of somebody's molecular structure, which is dealing with sound. But I I mean, I didn't mean to go off on a tangent, but oh, it's quite all right. You and you, you right on point. It's uh, it's something called media um, or voice, voice um, radio. Um, So. It it uh it it like you said it resonates and it, it brings about different frequencies or hertz. Basically, it's on a extra low frequency, but it also goes up into the uh, the higher frequencies of uh, like what they call it a uh, megahertz. You know what I'm saying? Like cell phone towers right. and the green towers, uh, ground wave emergency network systems. So all of these systems working together to do what you like you're saying, manipulate brain. I call it um. I call it unintelligible brainwave entrainment or UIB. Right. You know what I'm saying? Or you age, you know what I'm saying? And uh, natural brainwave entrainment is is a counterpart. Natural brainwave entrainment is like meditation. When we go into deep meditation and we utilize mantras, we utilize those different sounds, those chants, and we go, mm, you know, the arm that produces the Syriantra, right. like we speak of in Syriantra, is the opening of the nine gates. So that code that makes the physical body. But then you have the opposites of those those chants where they utilize extra low frequencies and it's on a what we would call a, a, a long wave limp, you know what I'm saying, versus a short wave limp. Short wave limps carry high frequencies, long wave limps carry low frequencies. Right. The longer the wave, the you know what I'm saying, the shorter the the lower the frequency. So like a bass tone, right. like a, our voice a big person's voice. It's on 
going a, a, a longer way. Whereas a person that speaks like a violin or something would play, you know, Hermes, so to speak, Hermes of Kahuti was so called the, the creator of Lear. Lear had three right. three um, strings to it. Those three strings were to bring about the higher perceptions of man. So when he strung those three things, strings, being he was the, also the deity of music, it developed those higher perceptions or those higher uh, different realities or different um, precepts that would, would inevitably bring man to his higher mind. But that that was the lyre or the violin on those higher pitches, but it was on short wavelengths. So now they had these right. long wavelengths that is being piggybacked by all type of information that is not um, going to bring about a correct exactation or a correct um, functionality of the physical body as well. Like you said, it causes the melanin to completely fall apart. So we walk around right. with these gangsters on or, or as, as Peter Parker and, and no longer being able to utilize our higher functions or our high abilities because they, they now know the frequencies and vibrations that can turn apart. So, you know, doing little stuff like meditating, deep breathing, and getting getting the answers from the ancestors within versus, you know what I'm saying, going, because going to the external, you know what I mean, like the white coats, scientists, doctors, lawyers, police officers, whatever I call them, white coats, you know what I mean, they all uh-huh. tend to be in, in these compartmentalization type of scenarios where they only can go as far as they can due to a paycheck, you know what I'm saying, due to an objective reality, and they, they can't go within to bring about the answer. So that, their suit has been falling apart by the mechanisms of these these sound wave vibrations or these unintelligible brain waves and training um, scenarios that's taking place. And I know, I know, because right. I went through it still coming out of the military, and it was, uh, you know, I had, uh, you know, a lot of us have went through some of these targeted situations. I told Dr. Eileen, I was like, damn, I would have knew y'all was going to do a targeted um, uh, uh, episode. I would have, you know, got on there too, but, you know, I'd be so caught up in other things that I didn't, I didn't get to um, participate that night. But, yeah, back in the day outside the military, you know, I went through a little situation myself in that targeted type thing where I heard the, the voice FM radio um, voices or whatever, and these uh, right. psychologists called command voices. You know what I'm saying? So all these, a lot of people across the planet is hearing these tones and these different frequencies. Some of them can be from the uh, intelligence. It's depending on the level or the ear that is going in. The right ear is normally is ancestral information. Left ear is some type of means of external um, manipulation from outside interest, not being the internal aspect of, of light information or photonic information or ancestral information, intelligence, which is, you know what I'm saying? But it all, it all mm-hmm. reaches and touches that point of the ear that's connected to the palm of the Right, right. Yeah, you rushed the point, though. I, I didn't see that movie. I saw certain, I saw some of Spider-Man 3, but I didn't get to watch all of it. I do remember I do remember some of it when uh, Jane, Mary Jane or whatever, she was like right. doing something and he saved her again. I do remember something happened. It was it was it was been a few years though. Uh-huh. Yeah, all that you know, it's it's definitely worth worth checking out because just you know, you have to break down, you know, shout out to the brother K T the arts degree. He breaks down the movies, uh, 
So I'm sure he could do it more justice. But, you know, you got to look at the names in all these movies. You know, Peter is Ptah, you know, which is referring to the Christ, which is the pineal gland. So they're telling you, we're giving you in this movie, you know, in a nutshell, we're giving you a diagram or a game plan to uh, attack this pineal gland and the melanin that it regulates. You know, because it's one thing to be the possessor of great powers, but if you are not aware of your powers and how to utilize them, it's just like having a 50 caliber Desert Eagle and you don't know how to shoot it. So somebody with a 22 can come up and, you know, hit you six, seven times with the 22 and do you in because you don't know how to work with your equipment. So and, that's and what they're out. Six, seven times with one shot. From a twenty two. You know how that twenty two would do? It'll run through the body from one bullet. Right, and bounce around, you know. Right. Like a car. So that so. that joke that's yeah, that's wild right there. You said that, yeah. That's peace though, you're right. Yeah. Mm. So yeah, so yeah, we have to really look re refocus our, our attention. You know, attention is our our money, you know what I'm saying, our wallet is our mind, you know, again, so you got to pay attention to what we are looking at. So every time we do right. give our attention to something, we, like you like you were just saying, we, we got to break down these movies. We got to see the essence of what's going on, not just the personification or the truth saying what we're listening to, what we're looking at. We really got to look at what we're looking at, but hear the truth within it. Like I was saying earlier, we hear and we tend to believe. Seeing is, is when we are knowing and we acknowledge what we hear, but we also see it. So I, if I go and I see something, then I'm going to believe it and know it, not just believe it from my hearing. I'm going to see it. I'm going to oh, yeah, that's, okay, I saw him jump off that, you know, and then land over there, did two flips. I didn't just hear somebody say he did that. Then when I actually go through it myself, I'm experiencing it. So now I didn't jumped off of it too, two flips. Now I ain't just believing it from, from hearsay, and I ain't just seeing it from somebody else. Now I'm experiencing it, so that means I'm becoming. So, you know, hearing is believing, seeing is knowing, you know what I mean? Um, doing is becoming, or experiencing is becoming, and then being, that's what they don't want. They don't, they, they, you see, they allow us to get to the point of becoming, but being is when we are experiencing the, the activity through the knowledge of, you know, seeing it from the Hawkeye, from the Hiru, but also from the perspectives of hearing from Sebek or Apuet and, uh, and, uh, and Ampu aspect of the two dogs. So, you know, canines also reflect to, when we think about a canine or a dog, a dog interprets what it hears and, and that's what it is. From a lower point of view, we could tell a dog, Anything. If we tell a dog jump, I, I've mentioned before, we teach a dog, you know, run and jump. And we keep telling this dog, run. But every time we say run, we, we mean jump. So we teach him to jump up and, and, and jump and touch the uh, stick or the food or whatever. But we say run. So it's the same with us. If, if someone tells us, you know, work, that's what work is, you know, it means to live. But in actuality, work means right. to become. 
You know what I'm saying? So right. you think work means I, I got to make a living, I got to go make this money, I got to pay these bills, you know, all these different definitions and concepts of what we think work is. But work in actuality means to become who we are. So that that goes back to experiencing. So they allow us to work, but they won't tell us the truth of what the experience is to bridge, to bridge towards in the experience of being. So they blocking that, yeah. they obstructing that avenue of truth, you know what I'm saying? Let, let, let me let me let me talk something here. I'm sure we're getting ahead of ourselves here, but um, just to build on that, we have to understand we live in a Western mental paradigm, and you have to understand and pay attention to everything that goes on in the Western paradigm. Everything is segmented and separated. Our medical profession is based on segmentation of the human body. You've got an ear and nose specialist. You've got an eye specialist. You've got a heart specialist. They see everything as an individually functioning part. Um, our uh, educational system is, oh, I got a degree in this. Well, you have to listen. A degree, there are 360 degrees. And we focus on one thing. So the point I'm getting at is it even filters down into our language. When you talk about the uh, Phil Valentine says the isness of being. So when you look at the way we speak, if you look at what is considered to be proper English, see I'm a journalism major, so we go over this over and over. Proper structure of a sentence. You're supposed to have a subject, a verb, and an object. That's just the most simple simple breakdown of a sentence structure. That in itself is dysfunctional because what sound actually is, it is the source and the function and the movement of the source all in one. That's what sound is. So that means there's no difference between the subject and the object of the sentence. Let me give an example. I am Jamal. By me saying I am Jamal, I am separating I and Jamal from the two. Although I'm, I think I'm saying that I and Jamal are the same, when I've structured the sentence and say I am Jamal, I have separated them. Because I have identified I as the subject and Jamal as some external object. What we have to do with learning how to manipulate sound is learn, and this is more of an Eastern mindset. You have to become one with the object. The object becomes one with the subject. So I know this is one of the things you're going to ask about mantras. I used to have set of mantras that I would say because for like eight months I stopped my business and of a, you know what I do and I went and worked a job which was like going into damn purgatory for me so I had to give myself some things to keep myself going so I developed these a mantra or mantras that I would say before I clocked in every day at work and it would be things like I am humble I have peace, I have joy, I am blah, 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 blah. It was good for the moment. Then I started realizing, I was reading a good book, good book called Nada Brahma, 
the world is sound. I recommend that listeners get this book. Not a Brahma, the world is sound. This is a deep book breaking down sound. And it exposed how our language is is dysfunctional. The way you suppose a structure, and I think, I mean, this just on a simple layman's perspective of structuring your mantra, if you want to say some things of positive affirmation, it should be one word. Instead of, I have peace, you just say peace. Instead of saying, I have joy, you just say joy. Instead of saying, I am abundant, you say abundance. Because what you are saying when you speak one word, you are saying that you and that which you desire are one. They share the same space. There is no separation between me and that which I desire. There is no separation between past, present, and future. Everything is now. The only thing that exists is right now. And that is key for us to take all this information. We've got to make it simple. How does it apply in our everyday lives, you know, how can we take all this and synthesize it and make it applicable, you know? And you need something fast sometimes that you can get to because, I mean, we, we, we're all under the gun, under the gun, constantly on some damn schedule. Got to be here. Got to be there. Got to be up. Got to be down. So we have to start developing using the, the understanding that we possess magic. This magic is real, you know, and we have to learn how to take simplistic steps to applying the magic through the vehicle of sound as one method to gain control over our existence. So I know I'm getting ahead of things, but when you said that, when you talked about, you know, being and existence, you know, I wanted to chime in there because I think that's the key thing that we you know I wanted to add to the bill is understanding how to structure our language to congeal our reality. You know, now give thanks to uh, I can vouch for what you just mentioned because I, I recall you your views on that on one of your blog talks, and I I, uh, I peeped it out. You know. I, Came in that day, and I know I was on there, but I was, I was checking it out. So I did. I practiced it actually, and um, I took out the new pools. It took me a minute to get used to it because you know you build that memory, a muscle memory, the thought of saying I am, I am, I am so often. So I went through the meditation for a few weeks without saying I am. And uh, you're right. It uh, it brought about a different type of. of a metamorphosis or transmutation within it wasn't the same. It wasn't the same as saying the complete sentence structure of I am. And then, like you said, it's the mm-hmm. celebration, the segregation, it's that subjective or the set faculty. And when, when we're looking at the ancient ways of Karusset, right? So Karusset is basically the Samatwari or the combining of two lands, Karu being light, set being darkness. So when you bridge them both of them together, you bring about unification, and that will be one. That will be Lord of the Perfect Darkness, or Osiris, or Osiris. So that that's where right. we are, uh, re- relocate those two energies, the lower and higher self, to bring back to the heart energy or to mind energy. So that so that 
what I got out of it was basically in place of separating the eye from the actual the object, the eye being one side of it maybe could be looked upon like it's the higher being or whatnot. And then the object right. of um, meditation would be like the word peace. So instead of saying I am peace, peace is. Right. And it, it did work. It, it, I felt a lot different in that, in that retrospect. In the retrospect. So, so no doubt. <laughs> no, no doubt. You know. Uh, so, so we want to get into a couple of questions. Right on. My bad. Oh, go go ahead. Go ahead. All right. So, um, oh, and give thanks to the brother El um El Sa who he did he cannot um, come through tonight. We're gonna get back with him though on another L. He had some um, it was kind of last minute. For him, and he had to uh, take care of a couple of things for BI elsewhere tonight. So I give thanks for him for being interested and for uh, he was, you know, he was definitely on on it. But you know, like I said, some other things came up um, that he had to take care of. So um, we may not go completely through. He was going to bring some mantra to the table, um, and he was that he is uh, introduced to um, a couple of couple of us at the last million at the autumn equinox that was Dr. Aline and Cadilla's um, tree. But um, like I said, he wasn't able to make it tonight, so we're going to get back with him in a couple of hours. Um, so first question uh, towards the good brother Gnosis is, in your own words, what way does sound affect our physical reality? Well, I think we, I think we've touched on that. Sound congeals physical reality. There's a uh, science called, I hope I'm pronouncing it right, somatics. That's right. And it's C Y M A T I C S. C Y M A T I C S. And um, Basically, uh, some people discovered, well, you got to always be careful when we say discover. There's a difference between Western discovery. Western discovery is when they discover something, that a science that already existed, and they try to frame it and say, oh, we discovered this. But this is our ancient science. But they discovered it because Somatics is basically how you form a pyramid or any other geometric structure. To this day, they can't tell you how somebody put a 200-ton block perfectly cut with not even the room between the other block where a hair could get through there. It's not logically possible. So we would have to deduce, possibly, that it was sound that was used to move these structures So um, Somatics is when they discovered How sound they put like sand On a surface And then they created a vibration And they noticed that certain Tonations created certain shapes So That would lead us To deduce that sound Shapes reality 
literally. Just the, just the mere fact that we exist in physical bodies is the result of a vibratory rate. And when you talk about sound, you're talking about vibration. And I think, uh, shit, that might be the third law, third hermetic principle. Uh, let's see, the mm-hmm. first is menta- mental, second is correspondence, third is vibration, meaning everything moves. And vibration is, like you talked about in the introduction, vibration is the precursor to sound. So sound shapes our whole reality, and it will be sound that will take us up out of this reality. Mm. That's powerful. That's yeah, I get that. You're right. That's exactly that's the fuel right there. That's uh, this physical body is a spaceship, so to speak, or the metal bar, then. Frequency and vibration will be the fuel. And um, to add on, it was an uh, instrument that was developed by Hans Jennings called the Tonoscope. Now, it, again, we say, we say, like you said, they rediscovered this instrument. It was something we already had as you know, ancient indigenous people on this planet. We had already developed these instruments through, and it wasn't some external, it was through the body, through the physical orb that we. Um, was able to do this, but they developed this uh, instrument called a tonoscope that when um, they made certain tones like the arm, it they noticed that the arm produced, you know, the dynamics of it was uh, the Sriyantra, or that pyramid within the pyramid within the pyramid within the pyramid, and uh, or triangles, basically, but in the center of the pyramid was a dot, and that was that primordial essence, that black dot, you know what I'm saying, that uh, Bindu dot, or melanin, the, um, the vortex right. portal. That um, that's one of the instruments that we, as the individual, do assess from the indigenous point. That instrument or that organ is in the internal body. It's inside of us. You know what I'm saying? And we did that. Like I was saying, we we were vocalized. We would get around in circles. Thousands of us. But like it's how the pyramids and these mounds or these different. Um, our monoliths were, were created and, you know, moved by way of us getting in these circles and tonalizing and holding hands and whatnot, and we would move these stones. You know, we would, we would harmony. But the body, the physical body, the anatomical and the physiological structures within were also in harmony, you know what I'm saying? So we would be able to get to those um, states or whatnot. And, and, you know, and, and together in unity, uh, in harmony, you know what I'm saying, we move those stones, you know what I'm saying? And the provision of the mind, you know, like you said, is crazy. So we would, it's not really crazy, but we were doing that stuff like that. And we still got the abilities, it's just, you know, it's, it's not harmonic. The harmonics are not able um, to be. That's there. We, we got yeah. what's going on right now. Because, it, to keep us, uh, Dr. Um, Layla Africa said um, in the interview the other week, he was uh, interviewing uh, the um, and he asked him why are we why are we going through this stuff, you know, and how is this happening? He said he said people were actually just getting disgusted and you know being nauseated, going up in the middle of the street by the straight things that's happening in the, in the media, 
and Dr. Layla was like, it's because they're keeping us in a traumatic state. So if we in trauma, it's hard for us to complete and it's hard for us to balance out chaos because all we're seeing is chaos. So we can't go home and say, you know, well, I'm going to meditate. We ain't got enough time to meditate when the mind is all increasing about whatever's going on in reality because that's all we know. And that's the, the media is the medium between our truth or what we call truth and the, the, the extension of uh, what what man is bringing to us in the experience. And it ain't right. truth, it's half truth. You know, it's, hold on. Yeah. I will know. Oh, it's so close. It's like, can't fuck. Uh, I, I will in a few minutes. Wait, you can't go on the phone. Why are you waiting for me? Why? Nah, I mean, I, 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 from a broader view of sound and light, it, is it um, is it accurate to say we are in a perpetual state of non-movement and movement? And if so, um, will you elaborate? Well, in essence, there's I this this is just my outlook. There's no such thing as non-movement. Um, once the the whole understanding of our existence is we live in duality. And duality denotes a constant state of ebb and flow, vibration, rhythm, to and fro. There's always movement. Um, so movement is a, is a constant of this reality. And um, because another way to look at movement is through sex. Sex is the ultimate struggle. Um, and, you know, if you just think about just the movement of sex, there is a, a inward thrust and then there's a reverse. And there's, I mean, it's a, and that, that's basically what it amounts to. It's a opposite it's an action and an opposite reaction. And that really is what we're living in. We're living in uh, ebb and flow reality. So movement is always, always in play. Now, what appears to be not moving is just our perception. This is our inability to perceive at the moment that something is moving so it looks like it's in place, but there's it's impossible for something to be immobile in this reality. The only way to bring about immobility is through destruction. And even at that, that's not really even immobile then because destruction is nothing but a transition from one state to another. So still you got movement. So uh, the key is understanding that there is movement first and two, to know how things are moving. 
understand that things are constantly moving, and then it's kind of like if you're going to ride one of the mechanical bulls, you, there ain't no such thing as a bull ain't going to move. You know when you get on, it's going to move. But you got to find the rhythm of the movement to stay on the mechanical bull, if that makes sense. Yes. Another one of the seven Hermetic uh, going back to Hermes, that Hermes meaning uh, the crossroads or the boundaries between. And uh, also to build on, you know, it's good that you, you bring stuff like that to what you bring to the table. So, like with movement, I just, as I was speaking on earlier, how science always compl- complicate things and try to make things, uh, they always contradict themselves, like in, um, in physics or whatnot, where they speak on the atom and the molecule being holding mass and light and sound doesn't. So I'm thinking like, okay, so speaking on movement, say for instance I go and I jump in some water, right? So I, I dip myself in some water. You hear the splash. You hear the water. You hear it, right? Get in there, get out. Uh-huh. You know, I, I shake off the water. You know what I'm saying? So that, that's movement. There's light inside of it. There's sound inside of it. There's also weight. Because we can, I can get in the water. Before I get in the water, I'm going to weigh a certain weight, right? Then when I get out, I'm going to weigh a certain weight because I got water weight on. But then what we don't see is this water is going to start evaporating and going in the water vapor. So that light and sound that is, is you know, jumping in, moving around in the water, get out, got the water on, the glistening in the sun, whatever, and all that, it starts to then be altered, not distorted or created, but it starts to be transformed and transferred by energy, you know, the law of conversion, into um, water molecules and water vapor. Yet we might not see it with the physical eyes taking place. We might not hear it with the physical ears taking place. The water is dripping off our body, hitting the ground. You know what I'm saying? The water is manipulating and changing and altering the mental structure and going by the sun drying it or whatever is going into water vapors back in the clouds and the conversation or whatnot. So it's like that movement is still there. Yet we might not physically see it or hear it, but inside a movement is pressure. So pressure and force create sound. And that sound is a right. vibration of frequency is there. Time and space is not as we look at time, we know majority we look at time or in space linearly as it's going from one point to that point, but in actuality is zero, and from a vertical, from the, the point of initiation of time and space, it is always zero. It's always at that one moment. So we are always creating new instances of what is through our interpretation of what time is by what we localize our attention on. If we go back to zero, you know, that, that circle and that dot in between would not we had the opportunity to create from within that dot and also bring about what was already there and always has been and is this not changing or is that now moment. And that's how what we you were saying with the um the melanin and the venom suit of, of Peter Parker is being changed and manipulated by way of external sounds or external means that is breaking that melanin apart. And he no longer he was controlled by it for a minute where he or something like that. Is that right? Say that last part again, L O E. Oh my bad. Yeah, yeah. 
was uh, like Peter Parker. Parker yeah, he was uh, controlled by the Venom suit, right? That's what you. That's what happened at towards the right, like the climax of the movie. Yeah, right. He lost so himself thing. into the. He lost himself mm. into the into the melanin. Uh, because it is dominant. So. So they had to demonstrate in the movie. Well, how do you? How can you? Ultimately, overcome it. Which is a, which is a ritual. Um. And this is kind of going off on to another direction, but just quickly touched on it. When you talk about art imitating life and life imitating art, what one of the uses of Hollywood is is for them to to lay out their greatest fears. When you most of these these stories we see. We're seeing them put their fears out on the table. It's cathartic for them, or cathartic, have whichever way. And they lay it out to bear. And then they will orchestrate some kind of way where they overcome their fear. So, and what they fear, they also admire at the same time. So, their science of manipulating sound. Is one of the tools that they have discovered to overcome the great enemy. Whenever you see any movie about this monstrous creature, aliens, predator, alien, predator, um, um, all these other, all these other different things, you basically it's representing. That same aspect of that black uh, Spider-Man And Their greatest fears And then they have to go in And they have to Neutralize it And they have to destroy it in the movie So that you know And all ritual means is arrangement That's all a ritual is You are making an arrangement And for them It's making a mental arrangement so when they do the ritual, they are hoping that those who may watch it, who possess this melanin that they fear, the great evil, that subconsciously they will accept this scenario. And then they are hoping that those who are deficient will get it into their subconscious that they are able to overcome this great ancient evil. Because they feel like when they, if they can keep on trying to work to ingrain that on both sides, then hopefully it can shift and change their reality. And they use music. They use uh, chemicals. They use signals that are sent through all of your different electrical devices. All of these things deal with sound. Even the chemicals in your food dealing with sound because when you eat food, you are eating light code frequency. And sound, your inner ear, 
when you when you sound is is congealed light. That's what it is. You hear light. So if your food is not coming from this proper source, and if it has, if its original intention has been disrupted, then you are manipulating a frequency. You are manipulating sound. That's how deep this is. Everything comes back to sound. Even your water. Sound, in essence, its etymological root, Indo-European root, is swim and swim. What does swim sound like? Swimming in water. If it sounds like it, it is it. Sound is water. Waves in water. We live in water. So one of the ways, of the tools used is to manipulate frequencies. So that's in essence what that movie, that movie is a manifesto of how to overcome the boogeyman. And to them, the boogeyman is that, what we always hear that word, melanin. Yes, indeed. Um, I'm, I'm just listening to that. And, and what does melanin do? Melanin absorbs all light and sound. So, right mm-hmm. when you're saying, you're saying that, um, this is just a metaphor, but it's just about, it's about the, um, Chemical key to greatness by uh, Dr. Carl Barnes, where he states that the black human is blessed by nature and that he or she is endowed with a highly functional chemical that regulates essentially all bodily functions and activities. The black human is distinguished from other human species in that he or she tends to have higher number of organs and body systems that contain high concentrations of a chemical that is black in color. This chemical is called melanin, and it's responsible for manufacturing and sustaining life. Melanin is located in important areas of the black human, such as the central nervous system, autonomic nervous system, peripheral nervous system, the diffuse neuroendocrine glands, and the bacterias, or the major internal organs. Because of its pervasive presence in the organs, nervous system, and glands, sites above, you would expect melanin to serve some vital function or nature would not have incorporated into all these systems. So an unnatural means that they have used, like with the chemtrails, they spray in the sky, right? And so they so-called manipulate right. and weather. But one thing that, that is happening, we will call back in the 70s and 80s the, the jet streams that were produced, they called them condensation or, you know, contrails. Now they call, we call them chemtrails. But these chemtrails produce clouds. What color are the clouds? White. When we right. have these high pressure systems, there's no clouds, right? So what happens in high right. pressure systems is a clear day, sun coming through. You know, what I'm saying we're getting all that galactic, with that you know, cosmic galactic solaric photonic energy coming down, hitting us all over the body, vitamin three, vitality, all that. But when it's a low pressure system, we have these white clouds. What do clouds do? Clouds absorb. No, actually, no. Clouds reflect the heat of the sun, and it bounces back. You know what I'm saying? So instead right. of being able right. to utilize heat or the sun rays, it bounces or because you know darkness, blackness absorbs all light sound. White reflects the sound. So the low pressure system when the clouds come in, it bounces off of 
that goes back into the vacuum of space, some of it, but also it gets trapped. And then we have windy days, and then the next couple of days we have some type of anomaly or weather. But that's how they can manipulate through, or how they manipulate melanin through those in the Pinterest, which is black, like alchemy. Alchemy meaning um, the black magic. So chemistry would be the study or the, you know, chemistry study of black. But chemtrails is black trails. So they taking up these trails that's forming these clouds that in essence is reflecting our solaric energy or the essence that we should be utilizing within for the organ system to be in harmony or the as as uh, Dr. Carl Barnes is saying, melanin takes in all these different aspects of um, intelligence, and we bridge them in, and then we formulate this physical body by way of, of you know, the, the, the passeria, meaning the organs, the central nervous system, the nervous system, and all those different aspects of our physiology. So that's one of the ways, and also through, you know, like you were saying, through food, and, and then all the information that we, we obtain, you know, it, it is being altered by way of those frequencies and, and vibrations, and that is sound, first and foremost. Right. Oh, yeah. True sure, indeed. I'm going to go to the next question. Um, reading the truth, let's see. The next question. In the formation of the personality by the impressionable age of seven, the majority of our thoughts, words, and actions are determined by what we are saying to ourselves in conjunction with outside influences. And you were just bringing so much of this, but how can we alter the worldview that has been impressed upon our young society towards a more constructive and uplifting manifestation? Well, again, we got to know that, uh, that everything is a science. In sociology, they have a term called the theory of self-concept. And my mother never knew any such thing, but she taught first grade for over 30 years, but she uh, utilized that concept to the fullest. And the theory of concept, self-concept says that that an individual will either levitate or gravitate to the bar that you set. So if you come into a classroom and tell students, you are so intelligent, you all are such great achievers, then they're going to take on the the idea that I am an, an, an achiever or I'm great. If you come in and tell them, Y'all the most hard-headed students. You're dumb. You can't learn. Then it's kind of like, you know, they hear that enough, then they will, that's what they will gravitate towards. So I think I kind of like to make stuff simple, you know, uh, and just really just, I mean, even the Bible talks about, the power of the tongue, even, you know, it begins in John 1 and 1. In the beginning was the word, you know. So it's just telling you is that the power of sound. So I think 
we have to, we're programmed. Make no bones about it. We're programmed. So we have to be first aware that you are programmed, that we are programmed, and then we have to be diligent about just doing simple things consistently to deprogram ourselves. And you deprogram yourself by filtering information down to your subconscious mind. If I'm uh, out of shape, then first thing I got to realize is I'm out of shape. I eat terribly. I don't get enough sleep. I have to become aware of the problem first. Next thing I do is I then have to identify a strategy to combat that, which is what we're doing now. And the next thing is I got to follow through with awareness, strategy, action. We call it ASA, awareness, strategy, action. So your action is your mantra. And, and your mantra ain't got to be nothing complicated. It's no special technique you got to have. Simply, you identify specifically what you want, and you reduce it down to one word, and you just develop your own system of how you're going to recite those things and get that down into your subconscious mind. Get it down into your soul. Get it into your core. Planting the seed, like you mentioned earlier, you're planting a seed. So what you saying? So you get that, you seed that seed down into yourself until it takes root and something starts to grow. That's that's it's, it's that simple. I'm gonna tell you what makes it difficult. Shit gonna keep on happening. Just like when you, I get a new client. They all gung-ho. They just started a new. They got a trainer. Girl, I got a trainer. Yeah, he got me on a diet. Shit, let that 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 uh, first weekend kick in, and they can't go and eat them corn dogs. You know, then the reality set in. The honeymoon is over with. It ain't fun no more. So you be all pumped up. You got your little mantra. You got your little book, and then... Somebody come and cut you off in traffic. Some asshole playing games with your money. And then you frustrated and you're like, I ain't got time for them mantras. I need to get some remedies right now. That is how the magic is worked on us. It happens to me all the time and it happens to everybody else who's going to keep it real. And you have to be mindful and you have to reverse it. There you go, and and this goes right into what you was just mentioning with the arrangement and ritual. So, the more often that we notice these alterations within, someone had a question right here. Um, the alterations, then we'll be able to, or the book, we'll be able to um, access through love, basically. Love is only to. Emotion, right? Love and fear. You know what I'm saying? So everything else outside of that will get feeling. So when we love, we when we are humble, when you know, when we are, are, are honest, when we are um, uh, appreciative, you know, when we are, are giving, 
that's love. You know, fear is, is based on, on anger, aggression, lust, you know, uh, dishonesty. You know, so those different feelings, when they generate love or, or, or you know, when we have those emotions of love and, and fear, it brings about our reality. So when I can go outside and, and the brother does cut me off, because, you know, like you said, this shit will keep happening. There's always something going to happen. So somebody almost wrecked. And this is, this is Fayetteville, I mean, right now. So it's like every day. <laughs> you know what I mean? So uh, somebody in front of me just pressed on brakes. I might be 40 feet away, but they press on it hard. <laughs> so I'm going, eh, oh, shit. You are him trying to protect the dog and my niece at the same time with one arm. You know what I'm saying? So I'm holding them back like, don't wreck. Don't, don't get whiplash, you know. Whatever, but I have to I have to refocus my negative energy. Or you know, I could be like, what the hell? What the, what the, you know, and, and put it out on this person that's breaking in front of me. But I don't know. It might have been ten cars in front of him. So that I mean, that goes into saying like, I might have a, I might know one person, and we reflect through. We might like me and you building, and we have a viewers that are listening in right now, right? To each viewer listening in, including yourself and myself, is ten people that you and I may not. I might not know ten people that you know, but the information that I'm speaking on, they might get. Or the information that you're speaking on, ten people that you don't know that I may know, may be introduced to. So sometimes we have to remember whatever I'm doing. Basically, it's based on my ideology and my thoughts and then my words and then my actions and reactions. It's going to also influence and affect 10 other people. So if it's on a negative vibration or low vibration, that vibration is going to go out into the all as that negative low vibration, and then it's going to bounce back. Because the one who initiates the thought, that thought is going to come back to us. So that karmatic or that karmatic, karmatic, you know, and raw comes back to the one who initiated that instance of the lower vibration or the high vibration. So the more we operate on the high vibration of love and intent versus the low vibration of, of evil or of, uh, of fear, then what will, in essence what will take place is those 10 people will then operate in love and then the reflection of those 10, those 10 people go to other 10 people. You know, it's the boomerang effect. It's the butterfly effect. All the, and then all of that, well, in essence, then turn into a loving environment on the outside, on the, you know, from within. But it has to, the responsibility is the individuated goal. First, we have to collect both of those that higher and that lower self, the slave and the master, and bring them back into one and oper- let them operate together. So those four, like, aspects of the animal fight, fear, you know, uh, feeding and fortification has to be molded properly. I mean, you know, we eat, sleep, and, and go, and you know, and have sex, you know what I'm saying, or whatever, and, and which is, it all makes sense and it's, it's useful and purposeful, but when it's being controlled, when it's controlled by the outside, only reason I want to have sex with that girl is because she smells good. Only reason I want to eat this food is because it tastes good in my taste buds. Then that's not really the reality that's Love. That's just some senses telling me, oh, she smells good, or that that music sounds good, even though they saying some crazy words, and I like the beat. You know, what I'm saying that can lead to what what it is now. You know, that's what's going on. Basically, is through these sounds and through these opera because again, like you said, everything operates 
on a vibration of frequency that originates in some type of because it's at that one anyway. So all of it is at one. We can't really separate light and sound, or we can't separate what we're looking at from the objective or the, the perspective of something that we can hear as well, because the inside of that, that that physical object is holding sound. So yeah, um, I, I the ritual, the arrangement, the more the more we do a certain ritual, or the more we participate with. I'm going to get out of bed, put my two feet down this morning, and I'm going to sit down and I'm going to breathe for a couple of minutes, deep breathe a couple of minutes, then I'm going to go, I mean, you know, and then I'm going to go eat, drink something, you know, eat or whatever, and then I'm going to go out and do my job, what I am, my intent, my true intent, even if I'm a janitor, I'm going to do it with love. I'm going to clean behind this toilet. That's my first job out of high school, cleaning toilets at a factory. And I, I did it with the, the best intent. And, and and then when I was like 28, just from my own person, my own personal experience, I was going through um, the metanetta. And inside the metanetta, it stated that one of the things that we need to do to initiate um, the higher self is to go volunteer. So I went and volunteered at the recreation center for a whole year, no pay. You know, what I'm saying cleaning behind toilets. You know, and I mean I'm. I'm good. I mean, I, I had I had money coming in, so it really didn't matter. But you know, just going in there at eight o'clock in the morning, having to get up at six. And I'm still I'm just starting to meditate and stuff. But going in there and then actually cleaning behind this toilet, actually mopping this whole gymnasium basketball floor, going to these recreation basketball games and cleaning up under the bleachers after these. And I'm watching the kids throwing the stuff down there. I just want you know I want to jump at them like look. I gotta clean this shit up. But I you know, I I men my my eye stabilized the heart to live in truth. I knew at the end of that tunnel I was gonna see myself. So I was like, Okay, I'm gonna go through these trans transmutations, this transformation and see what it's gonna be like after it's said done. So I volunteered that whole year. You know, by the end of the year, they looking at they give me awards, gave me a hundred dollars. Just they're like, man, you ain't have to do this. You know, we we'll pay you. You know, they told me when I came in. I'm like, nah, I just won't. You know, I do this. You know, for you know, amount of time. You know, I ain't let them know. This is this is like y'all. I mean, you might. This the first time I even mentioned this, but this was back in uh, 2009. You know, going through the Metanetta, the Metanetta, um, the Great Oracle of Tahuti, and um. The uh, initiation system and that, you know, initiate yourself through your own way and means, you know what I'm saying? But you meditate and stuff like that as well. But one of the things that the men have is to be able to walk in truth, walk in your true self, and not true self while all this other chaos is going around. Truth is love, my basically, or whatever, and not being able to, uh, not, not going through these things in, in the way that everybody else is, you know what I'm saying? So, and then, you know, like we were saying, you know, one person, 10 people. Then each of one, each one of those 10 people, 10 people. That's, a, that's, that's 100 people right there. Then each one of them, 100 people, that's 1,000 people. So go on and on and on until inevitably, you know what I'm saying, we'll wake up. We all, we all waking up. And it, it takes it takes one to to wake up another to wake up another, to wake up another, then all of a sudden, everybody be like, whoa, you know, I was doing that. I didn't know some things I was doing. 
until I, a brother woke me up. I'm like, hold on, I be cool in that. Excuse me. And somebody had to show me. You know, basically, because we don't really look at ourselves. You know, we're looking at everybody else. You know, but if, if a person is going through the experience and seen it, and they notice what we're doing, you know, and they, and, you know what I'm saying, they, they can come through and, and get and shed a little light on our situation, and that was peace. And so it helped, it helped me out my transition, like with the law and that's what I mean. And, and that, that's a good book. Met another one of the books, and they were given to me. It was gift given to me by another brother. You know what I'm saying? He didn't he didn't necessarily know what it was about at the time. It was a good book, you know, and I didn't know what it was about. But then I started reading. I'm like, oh, oh, this is, you know, this is uh, the information side of this is not just about reading. It's about action. It's about doing. It's about experiencing what's in the book. Actually sitting down in meditations and and going out and participating with your higher self in this um in this realm of physical reality. Do you have a question? That's up, man. Hold up, let me let me exit out of that. Uh, five seven no. Yeah, that was uh, Conan. Somebody on uh, on something. I had it popped up, but it, I see the question mark right there. But uh, I don't think they're on hold. No, they long. I um, good answer though. Good answer. And so basically, um, to reiterate on that, basically what you were saying is um, give power words to the children. Let them know who they are from the jump. When they come in the door, you're intelligent. You're going to make something out of yourself. Instead of in a place like, you know, a lot of teachers don't even care. With, they don't even know the student's name, first of all. And then they, you know, they're mispronouncing it. They, they, they say it wrong, you know. And, and, and all year round, they keep asking, well, how do you say your name again? <laughs> you know, so that shows from just that point of view that they don't really care about the student or care about the young uh, individual they do. They're, they're just looking at them like an object, like, okay, you help me pay my light bills. And that's all. That's all it is. Uh, a lot of, and, and you know, I, you know, we all had these situations with uh, children, and this ADHD, ADD thing, where these, uh, you know, these students go to school, and the teacher pulls them out and takes them to the principal office and tells the principal, uh, you know, I, I think well, we're going to have to separate the children, the child from my class because it seems that uh, they might have ADHD. Now, how does this, you know, how does this the teacher had the right to give a diag- a medical diagnosis and determine, or, or you know, what type of level of psychology this, uh, this child is on. You know, that you, we can see, see that, that that from that just from that point of view, just of compartmentalization for one, because uh, the child 
doesn't really have an issue. It, it's just probably it's the food, basically, and uh, you know everything else has been introduced to the child in school and outside of the school. But basically, what's going on is, is that thing with uh, the increase in in the um, in the funds that will be bestowed upon the child as they as they go through school. So if they have a diagnosis of some type of mental uh, arrangement or uh, Distanglement or whatever, some type of confused mind state like ADHD or something or ADD, whatever you want to call it, then it goes up to what seven hundred percent. So the child was getting a thousand dollars per year for books and you know by the state or whatever funded by the state for a thousand dollars, then it go up to seven thousand dollars a year. So it's really based on funds. It's not. It's not based on the the health of the child. They're not trying to make the children better. So we, and as like you were saying, we need to have an arrangement or rituals for our children. From my own perspective, we need to have something at home, a curriculum at home, to where they go to certain um, higher educational system where they actually bringing out the information from within, and they know the truth before they go to school. The, the, the school ain't trying to give them story, the history, you know what I'm saying, or their story. We give them the story at home, and we allow them to elaborate on whatever is taking place from the school. But remember, school also is a narrative of Shaol. Shaol is uh, where they were burning bodies, basically in the Hebrew sense or uh, the Greek, you know what I'm saying, Shaol meaning that's where we get um, what aspect of the word hell. But, um, School can be looked upon like it's hell, physical, physical reality. But that, that's due to the fact it's no education or it's not coming from the, the uh, angles of light or the angels within and embarking upon a, a true, pristine uh, reality external. Uh, yeah, I'm digging that question. I'm going to go to the next question. Uh, some may say actions speak louder than words. Now, from a linear point of view, this can be seen as accurate. How do you perceive this cliché statement? Now, some say actions speak louder than words. What you saying? Yeah. Okay. Uh, and, and, and Brother Elahi, I, I, I hate to rush the cipher, but my little lion here, he, he's been trying to hold it together, but I'm I don't know if we can maybe do a, a two part on this. Get through the the rest of the. Uh, I got. You. Hey, I know ideas, and we've been building for a minute, going back and forth too. So, uh, you know, yeah, I got you. This will this will be the last one right here. This question right here. Matter of fact, let me get to a, a, a more. Let me see what is the last question. Uh. How important is the role of melanin in alternative modality of sound healing? This is last question. Oh, okay. Okay. Well, first I want to concede to the authority on this. Because uh, everybody, if you go and look up Bobby Hemmett's video on melanin, I think his he, he was one of those sit-down lectures with Clemson Brown. He got the orange shirt on. Uh, 
And uh, no, the one where he got the blue and purple looking shirt, and he's talking about music and the and the muse. He would be the utmost authority, but I'll take a a stab at it. You know, melanin is such a a varied and multifaceted multifaceted what's the word? It's chaos. There there really aren't any words to truly describe it. So uh we'll take a stab, we'll say it's liquefied God and it's also liquefied death. Your healing comes in your ability to die. Now, a lot of times when we think of melanin, we're talking about the gods. And when we think about the gods, we're talking about immortality. But as we study, 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 you get deeper and things start to flip a little bit and you start seeing another perspective. What makes you supreme is your ability to die. Now, you got to understand what death really is. Death, if you look at it etymologically, death means to give and receive. And there again, you have that, that duality, meaning you possess both sides. That's the androgyny. You have the ability to give and receive. You have the ability to die. And through dying, that means you have the ability to go through a doorway or several doorways. Your melanin is an energy receptor. It receives all types of energy. So being that it has the ability to receive energy, which is what is explained in Isaiah and Ezekiel when it talks about I think it's Ezekiel 28:14 when it talks about Lucifer walked through the garden and he had a crown of nine jewels set in gold. Gold is a code word for melanin. And we know that when we're talking about electricity that gold is one of the greatest conductors of electricity, of energy. So melanin is a conductor of energy. Or what they say on uh, the Beverly Hillbillies, uh, black gold, Texas tea. It is black gold. So first you got to, like we said, awareness, strategy, and then action. So you got to be first aware. A lot of us have become aware that we have this melanin. Everybody, melanin, melanin, melanin. You get on Google Plus and everybody, you know, you got a million memes about my melanin, but do we really know how to use it? That's the question. So you, Bobby Hemmett has explained about using records. You use records that have uh, grooves cut in carbon, which closely... Uh, correlates to the carbon that is within us. 
cerebral spinal fluid, uh, all of the different channels that the melanin runs throughout us. You use things externally that mimic what is going on in you internally. So you can use records to heal. And music, you can time travel with your music. You can remember a time when you just were just feeling like you were on top of the world. And music is a soundtrack of your life. That music can take you back to that moment. You can remember that girl that you were head over heels for in the 10th grade and you felt like you were just walking on clouds. You remember when, you know, for our generation, when real love, I got to Mary J. Blige. That takes me back to 1993. I'm in the 10th grade. Mm -hmm. I'm walking down a football practice, you know, or... I want to rock with you. That takes me back to 1980. I'm three years old. I'm sitting looking at a floor model television in my parents' living room, and Michael Jackson got on this sequence suit. And I'm like, damn, I'm, I feel like I'm looking at God on TV. That's the power of music. We can time travel. That's what Bobby Hemmings was trying to tell us. That's what the brother Panic, you know, been telling us. We can literally time travel. We have that ability. All through this little simple thing called melanin. You know, so as many vehicles we can take. The brother Elohi is a master of dealing with the energy manipulation through mantras and other things of that nature. And different poses through the through the Qigong and the Tai Chi and so forth. Those are mechanisms. Understand that all of those modalities were created by us. So, I mean, it's endless. We can get on, we can go on and on at four in the morning talking about the different mechanisms. You just have to do this. I don't care. It's like I, I tell uh, my clients. There are a million ways to get into shape. I'm just going to show you my way. There ain't no just one way to get in shape. So there's all types of different pathways and roads that you can take. To get into a, a state of peace But you have to have confidence in yourself And know that you have the ability That first you got the, you got the hardware You got the toolage to get it done You have to trust There's an episode of the Twilight Zone Called The Big Tall Witch And they say Boldly you got to believe in the magic Because if you don't believe it won't work you got to believe in your magic. Then you have to be consistent. I don't care what diet plan you do. I don't care what workout you get from some magazine. I don't care whatever it is. The bottom line is you got to be consistent. You got to believe in it. You got to know it. And you have to apply it on a consistent basis. And if you ain't consistent, then I mean, it ain't going to work just like anything else. Certain rules always apply. I don't care how magical you think you are. Magic is still held handicapped by certain laws. One is consistency. You got to be consistent. So that's the Reader's Digest version of my answer to that question. And, um, you know, I hope we can, 
I hope we can rehash this thing, maybe do a part two. You know, we can get into, I would like to get into going to some scriptures out of the Quran, from the Hadith, from the Quran. Uh, I like to get into some Bible scriptures, you know, and just go a little deeper into this thing. But that's, that's you know, that's just, uh, just something that, you know, I'm throwing it out there. We we will get we will do that. We'll uh, put a date together. Also, I'm gonna let the audience know, um, all you listeners, that I'm gonna be stepping off for a minute, and the good brother Nelson is gonna come through, and he's going to be um, holding down the Tips and Tricks Tuesdays on occasion. Not because there's some other things that is going on that uh, that need my so uh, he agreed come through, and uh, you know when when those when those dates do flare up, he's gonna come through and he's gonna deal with you guys. The record is powerful, as you can see. He knows his stuff, so he's uh, gonna add on with you guys and, and keep it going. Cause I ain't want to just cut out. If y'all know that I've been cutting out on certain Tuesdays. And uh, just leave me all out there. And I do know that some of you guys, really, and you know, just as well as myself, we we learn it from each other. We remember things from each other. And the good brother notices he he helped me remember some stuff. It was something you had mentioned in one of your blogs about. It might have been the muscle joint with Doctor Lee, but you had mentioned how uh, you had injured yourself or something, and you was focusing most of your energy on the front part of yourself and not the back. So the other day, right. I, I hurt my back. So I'm up here, we was up here uh, at the land. I, I moved stuff around. It was before I got here. I was already injured my back previously at home, um, overworking out stress and things. And my my family was going on there. I moved some furniture. I didn't have the appropriate time to heal. Got up here, and it's like I, you know I'm working and stuff. It wasn't really hurting that much. Then I, I started working, so it re-injured it to the point of where. I couldn't even bend down with the shovel. Now, if you Man. go and you, yeah, so you, if you go and you look at the um, it's uh, two things that uh, Sister Kadira, the Prince of Kadira, had filmed of us out there moving stuff around, working. This is after the fact. So the day before, mm-hmm. this, I was doing, I'm doing work and stuff that my mind, I'm telling myself, my mantra, I'm saying, you gonna be all right, you gonna heal. In my mind, I'm just telling myself that. You know what I'm saying? I keep saying. So I, I drink some water. I, I eat some um, some oranges and some uh, um, grapefruit because they got vitamin C. I even eat pimmin, the pimmin of it because it got pectin in it. And I'm like, okay, vitamin C and this calcium, all this stuff is in this orange. It's going to regenerate muscle. It's going to regenerate the pimmin in these areas. So I'm telling myself this. And I'm like, it's going to be out. Every time I feel this frontal or emotionally in havoc, I would smile inside. And I would say, okay. You're going to be all right. It's going to heal. Don't you know, I woke up the next morning. I'm talking about, I'm kicking my legs up. I'm, I'm trying to find it. Like, where did the pain go? But I, I right. relocated what you had said, and I remember, through, you know, because we all teach each other. I remember, yeah, he said, we got a, we got a yin and yang. We got, you know, we got polarities within ourselves. If I'm focusing all my energy on one area, it's going to be absorbed into that one area, and it's not going to. And melanin, like you said, is powerful. 
it's going to do what it's going to do. Right. But we have to be able to actualize it through certain means to make it. It don't matter what it is or what, it, like you're saying, it's just being consistent. So I consistently kept telling both sides. I'm like, yeah, you're good right here. You're going to be good right there. Everything right there is going to be balanced with this. Smile to it. Smile to it. Next morning. You know what I'm Exactly. Exactly. That's right. That's right. That's you. right. That's peace. No doubt. You know we we. That's what we mean by building. You know we 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 all bringing blocks to the to the structure. You know. You know. So that's that's. that's, that's uh, I'm I'm humbled to hear that. You know, and I'm glad that. You know, uh, we we all uh. uh I had to reflect back on one of your posts. <laughs> funny is about, yeah, yeah, he's wrong. He's wrong. Yeah, talk to him. Talk to him. Yeah, it's your time. So, yeah. <laughs> well, uh, this real brief. Same thing happened. I listened to one of your posts uh, about. Uh, I can't remember which it one, which one it was, but about controlling your energy and about breathing. Uh, one of you talking heavy about breath, um, and just sometimes when we're frustrated, just we naturally do it. We'll go, and that's good. You know, being aware of the breath. So. Um, and these past couple of weeks have been, this past month has been very trying to where a lot of times you find yourself, you got to make sure you are breathing and be aware of it, you know, and let that toxic, you know, carbon dioxide out of your body, you know. So, uh, like you say, you know, iron sharp as iron and we all are, are building on each other to form this perfect edifice, you know. As we come up out of this matrix, and you know, let's 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 keep this thing going. And I just want to uh, take time to thank thank you, brother Elohi, for having me on. Want to thank Dr. Eileen, Sister Kadira, for having the foresight to have this First World Order Network where we can come on here and uh, you know uh, open up and reveal these. Uh, these great realities in this time of quickening that we're in right now. We are the gods who have come back at this moment and at this time to do this work. True indeed, brother. True indeed. I give thanks to you, you know, and I'm humble as well now. We're going to get back at it in a couple of, couple of, I'm um, I'm going to reach out to you probably tomorrow and touch base with you on, on the next couple of weeks and stuff and see what we can put together. I know. And um, I hope you have a, um, a blessed and blissful remaining of the <laughs> evening. Get that young line right, right there. I hear the young Lord. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. He he ready to tab something. So, so peace to you and peace to all the listeners out there and you know what I'm saying? We're going to stay down till you get up. When you get up, stay down. Indeed. I said.
day, brother. Peace, peace. Peace. All right. All right, so uh, the epilogue, I guess we're going to call it closing. We're going to um, just, you know, just bring it to a, to a head, to the hall. It's the tip of the mountain, the mountain of the moon, Kilimanjaro. Um, the brother had some good points. He, he answered those questions to, to the utmost. Get thanks, you know what I'm saying. You know the intelligence within is is what we should be reflecting on too as well. It's like there's a lot going on. We're going back to a sound, to words, and to the intelligence um, of you checking out certain things. You know, observing reality as it is right now. And I, I've been noticing there's a lot of uh, back and forth going on. You got to recall that. If I if I listen to uh, uh, a lecturer, maybe if it whoever it may be, a Dr. Layla Africa, you know, could be anyone, Dr. Valentine, and I listen to him a hundred hundred times, or her, you know, Joel Polkman, whoever it may be, um, Francis Chris Wilson, Chris Wilson, and I'm listening, the mechanism of the ears, right? And this came to me by way of the ancestors, so to speak, the ancestors that, you know, I'm thought. I'm just, you, you're, you're listening to what I'm saying. I'm just a vessel. These words belong to. So the importance should not be on the individual as we're looking at them. And we, yeah, it is the information that they bring forth, the intelligence that, that we're bringing forth. So, you know, what came first, the the egg or the chicken? Hey, that's a good question to answer. Basically, uh, they both came at the same time. But information and intelligence is intelligence. And when we're looking at what's going on, we don't necessarily have to reflect on it in a negative sense for disagreement to whoever it may be or whatever's going on. It's a... Uh, should be based on the information that they're bringing forth. It's good information, that it be good information. All the information is what it is. You know, it's information. It's light. So the light from the intelligence is is what we are here for, to, to gain. So we can remember. So as we learn, we remember. And we, instead of dismembering or carrying away the body of Osama, we are remembering and we're putting those pieces back together, the pieces of the jigsaw puzzle. But we should not um, become disentangled or entangled in um, we shouldn't become entangled in this person or that person just because of, of what they're saying. Remember what they're saying is the information and intelligence. Don't look at the person as well, I'm saying, as the as the, the, the guy, it's the guy within you know what I'm saying? There's a lot of crazy, evil people out there that we, you know, that nigga, the devil, he's Satan, whatever. Still, God within, you know, we have to really dig deep within ourselves to be able to bring that out and say it. But it's the God within coming forth, the intelligence inside God speaks 
through the genetics, and then the genetics will flow back out with the answers, the answers flow back out. You know, I was just uh, it was just something that I just thought about, you know, or, or whatever, you know. Basically, you know, we uh, just because I'm, you know, I'm looking at things on online and I'm like, well, you know, it's a lot of name calling and all this stuff going on. Are we doing this for self gratification? Is it helping any anyone? I mean, you know, what I'm saying it besides ourselves, you know. Gratification should come through by way of love and discernment of what everyone is gaining, not just the individual at that moment, what they're gaining. So if we're going to affect change and uplift humanity, so to speak, we got to first know it's going to be, we have to be responsible of what we are saying because, like I'm saying earlier, you may know 10 people that can be affected by what we are saying, you know what I'm saying, and I'm never going to meet them physically like to talk about. But those 10 people can, uh, whatever we're talking about, can affect 10 other people that they know. So if I'm building on a lot of what we would call fear, words of, of power that are dealing with hate and, and lust and uh, you know I'm cursing everybody out under the sun calling the mama out and all that then it's going to affect 10 people and it's going to but we live in that reality so you know you know if I'm drinking the same water that they drink across the street that that water's going to affect me just like it affected um, them it's, it's toxic it's, it's toxic you know what I'm saying there's one thing about melon and our lifestyle that if, uh, you know, we dealing with a, a negative lifestyle, then the melanin, in essence, will, in turn, be, uh, it will um, perpetuate or it will basically manifest into a, a negative reality, you know, basically because melanin becoming toxic due to, you know, our thoughts. And thoughts are generated by way of ideas. Because ideas and thoughts turn into words and inevitably they turn into our actions. So if we are if we have an inadequate diet, if we are um, not getting enough sunlight, if the music we're listening to is on a low vibration, then in essence the quality of our melanin is going to be depleted and it's going to be toxic. So what happened is, uh, you know, basically the intelligence within will not will not be transmuted to where it's properly actualized in the physical reality and it will be nature matter instead of intelligent matter. Now that nature matter is based on the four, the four fundamental elements that's external. You know, that's the cross that we have to die. Like the brothers of Gnosis were saying, he's saying we have to die first in order to be God. In order to really live, we got to die first. So we got to come down off the cross. We got to die on that physical cross, those four elements, air, uh, I mean, fire, air, water, and earth. You know what I'm saying? And then, in essence, come down off that cross and then actualize the inner intelligence, the spirit. 
of the fifth element, you know what I'm saying, the sound. You remember the movie, you know what I'm saying, um, the fifth element. What's her name, Lulu or something like that? The only way that she was able to save the universe was by way of those four elements, but then she had to become the fifth element, which in essence was what? Sound. But she had to go, ah, and start to say something with her, you know, vibrating her frequency to uplift humanity and to save the universe, in essence, through that one song, Universe, you need one first song. You know what I'm saying? So when we unify as one community, you know what I'm saying? Then that one song will, in essence, uplift humanity and, you know what I'm saying, and whatever they try to throw at us, you know, get fading away. It'll blow up in in the midst of their own face and, and, uh, you know what I'm saying, there's no catastrophic take over never. Melody is and always will be. And it's just a word, like, you know, we use all these other words. It has concept behind it, the definition and stuff. So the, one of the best ways I found is to go to zero. Especially in my meditations or, or, or stuff, you know, I do a few exercises in my meditations throughout the week, but I always take that one day in the week where well, I don't do nothing in my meditation to breathe, and that's it. I would just sit there, and you know, I might fall asleep because I ain't thinking about nothing, you know, but I just sit there, and I'm just deep breathing the entire time, taking in the intelligence and allowing it to do what it's supposed to do, the intelligent matter instead of nature matter. And nature matter is four elements, and then we, you know, sight, um, taste, hearing, and touch or whatever you say five senses, but sight, uh, again, smelling, uh, taste, and hearing. Touch is not really, touch will be all of those in one, basically, you know what I'm saying, because something has to touch a nerve, something of, of um, you know, smelling, something touch the nerve inside the ear, something touch the nerve in the eye, you know, something touch the nerve on the tongue, so that, so that therefore, touch isn't, couldn't be, it's not really based on a sense. It is what it is. But um, so we gather those that information, and then we, if we control it, we become one with. We're not really controlling that in respect of what the word means. But when we become one with it, and we unify with it as one song. Then those elementals, that's external, go within, and we're not thinking on the external reality, we're on a non-thought, so therefore the intelligent matter goes within the inside. God speaks to our genes, and then the genes will expand instead of contract what was taking place now. It's a tightening of the gene or the DNA, and that's causing inflammation, but it's also causing confusion in the mind. Because when stress, the gene or the DNA tightens. When we are relaxed, it loosens up and it expands, and therefore it will grow from the two strands that we speak on esoterically to the 12 and unlimited. It's really um, infinite amount of strands. There's no limit to it, you know what I'm saying? We, we have these concepts and numbers and whatnot that we look at. But remember, we are, are developing into 
who we truly are. And we, we're already there. Is just something outside of us is telling us otherwise. You know, so let's go back to Tebow. Get your energy going right inside, energy, you know what I'm saying? So allow ourselves to be ourselves by knowing ourselves, you know what I'm saying? So to know thyself means to think for thyself. And if we think 